Welcome to yet another edition of Fixing to Talk Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Brown, and today we've got a pair of WBL player interviews. That's right. We are being a series of interviews where we will have discussions with players from the WBL Wiffleball League in Massachusetts, South Shore's own Wiffleball League. Uh, but before we get to those interviews, make sure you like and subscribe, follow on Twitter. Make sure you go follow the Cool Zone pod with Jonathan Sullivan and Nick Brown, the Foxborough Files with Dan Roach, Zach Lacey, and Mike Ayula, as well as Mountain Off Radio. And without further ado, let's get to it. Okay, so joining me now is one of our new rookies in, in the WBL, a new member of the Beanfield Bums, one Zachary Sato. Zach, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well myself. Now, normally, I've been starting these player interviews by listing everyone's career accolades. Now, yeah. you being a rookie, we can't really do that for you. We, yeah. we, we, you've got... This year's stats to your name, but you don't have a whole lot else as, as a rookie. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to start off this interview a little bit differently than I've done most others. So I'm, I'm going to ask you, instead of listing off your career accolades, what are your goals for this season in the WBL? Um, honestly, my goal is just to win it all. You know, I know uh, your brother recruited me. It was like, hey, you know, you played baseball in high school. I was like, yeah. And it was like, you know, we could actually use – like an avid player to play with us, you know, let's see what we can do. So it kind of piqued my interest because I haven't played ball in a long time. So I figured this is a great way to kind of, you know, tap back into that skill set. So uh, I'm looking forward to see hopefully get going far this year and see what we can do. Mm. Now, I would also in that career accolades thing, I would also list uh, your most recent award or what any awards you've won in the WBL. So I'm going to ask you this and it'll kind of segue in, into one of my later questions. Uh, what would, what's your most recent like athletic accomplishment, like intramural championship, uh, a men's league or an adult sports league championship? Like what's, what's, what's uh, your most recent one? So, so let's see. I'm, it's been a long while since I had done any winning. So I didn't even win any intramurals in college. So unfortunately, you know, I'm, I'm one of the bums in that. But uh, I, I – it's, it's funny because, believe it or not, and, like, literally that was, like, the most recent winning, like, championship I had done. But – Okay. Um, well, that's more than me. Yeah. <laughs> so I won, I think, what, two championships? I ended up going, like, three championships when I was younger. But mm. uh, that kind of uh, – you know, making it to those series just kind of kept incentivizing me, kept making me hungry, just wanted to keep on, you know, performing better and better and better. Um, mm -hmm. And I actually ended up, you know, pitching in high school and we ended up going, we made it to like the first round of the playoffs. We were expected to have a really bad season, but, you know, we pulled it farther than most ex actually uh, expected us to. So, mm -hmm. um, I mean, <laughs> it's been a long, long while since I've done any winnings, but I'm hoping that this year might actually be the year that I can at least get that spark back. Hell yeah. All right. So let's, let's get into the meat of this interview here. I'm going to start off with what could be the hardest question. We'll see. Who is Zachary Sato? Oh, all righty. So uh, 
you know, so I'm a uh, PC grad, uh, graduated last year, uh, and ended up uh, working my way into emergency medical services now. So I'm an EMT right now. Mm. So uh, I'm working in medicine, seeing, you know, what I can do for my community, helping others out, you know, moving patients. Um, I would like to consider myself a reasonable, nice guy, <laughs> uh, somewhat charismatic, you know, shining personalities, always looking to have a good time. Um, you know, always looking for the best in people, always having high hopes for people. Um, you know, nothing but optimism and hopefully making, you know, lifelong friendships. So that's, that's kind of who I am. You know, I'm always trying to make the best of things. Hmm. All right. Now I kind of got into this a little bit, but what, what's your sports background? What sports were you playing? I know you, you mentioned little league, so baseball is obviously one of them, but what, what other sports were you playing growing up? So growing up, I also played basketball. I didn't look, yeah, I, I played basketball. What else did I do? I played soccer growing up. Didn't like that as much, but had some athletic ability in that. Um, I did do track. Unfortunately, I did do long distance running, which a lot of people would be like, why did you do that? And I, to this day, ask myself, why did I do that? It wasn't very fun, but you know, it was a good challenge. Um, I also did play rugby in college. So that was uh, mm. my freshman year semester. Uh, I played one semester of that and it kind of put me in the physical contact element there. Uh, I also did actually end up growing up with like karate and martial arts. So more contact in that element. Um, and I'd done those for years, um, mm. but I took a break from it for some time. And then rugby kind of brought that back to me a little bit. Um, but now since then, I haven't really gone back to it. Um, mm. But yeah, definitely more on the contact side, I would say. It was, I performed a lot with. Yeah, well-rounded for sure. Um, so take me back to when Nick first reached out to you about joining the WBL. I know you sort of answered this a little bit, but uh, uh, maybe a more detailed answer. What were your first thoughts when Nick reached out to you about joining the WBL? My first thought was I was excited. You know, it was the first time I think, you know, since – college and COVID, it was the first time being able to, you know, Hey, someone's reaching out and let's see what we can have like a good summer pretty much. Um, it kind of got me a little bit nervous at first because I didn't know he mentioned it was very competitive. Um, and I do like being competitive, but I didn't know like how good I would be in this kind of competitive sense with wiffle ball. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a new game. So it, it kind of had me nervous, but excited. Uh, and I think it was a good challenge for me at least to, you know, get me into it. All right, so you are on the Beanfield Bumps. You're playing with Nick. You're playing with DS and Jonathan. What do you enjoy the most about playing for the Beanfield Bumps? What do I enjoy the most? Um, let's see. I know it's a small sample size, but. Yeah, small. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're all great guys. Like, I, I think the, the best part about playing with those guys was they were super warm and welcoming. You know, that was, that was my first impression was I didn't know, you know, John so much. Like I'd seen, I'd met him a few times. I didn't know DS at all. And I obviously knew Nick, but you know, the way that we kind of just work well together, we're always just very warm and welcoming to me. You know, we're very encouraging where, you know, in some ways expecting or having high hopes for me was kind of assuring. And it was very, it was a very nice warming feeling. So I can definitely say I feel welcomed and, you know, a very, a good contribution to the team. Mm -hmm. All right. Now I'm going to ask you to put your, your GM hat 
on for a second here. Now, obviously, you haven't you've you've gotten to play, I believe, against all of the other three teams once. Um, yes. So you've seen all of the other players for the most part. If in your limited experience, if you could trade for any one of those players on another team, you don't have to tell me who you'd have to give up. But if you could trade for any player in the league, who would it be? You know, it's kind of weird for me to say. I would actually say no one as of right now. And the reason being is be in, and that's because, and I've seen other guys play and how they play in their teamwork uh, goes. But I think that's uh, one thing that I noticed with our teamwork is we, we, we work well together and we're always looking to be kind of keeping that continuous, like working well together instead of having one player stand out more so than like most others. And I think a few other teams have those, few dominant players that really stand out but aren't you know from just my impression necessarily working as well with those you know other teammates but that's our strength so i it's i think as of right now i'd say no one um okay fair enough no one we've been doing well and you know it's if, if it ain't broke don't fix it all right so uh, one thing you may or may not know about me is I had a rivalry with basically everyone in the <laughs> WBL uh, during my playing time. Uh, so now that I'm out of the equation, uh, those rivalries are kind of on a downward trend. Uh, but have would you say you've developed a rivalry with anyone in the WBL? Or would you say the, the bums have a rivalry with anyone team-wise? Oh, um, let's see. It's, it's very hard to say that we have a rivalry with anybody. I think it's just because everybody's still trying to figure out their, you know, their nits and picks with each other. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, we haven't, we haven't really had too much chirping, I think. I, everybody's still it, – it's from my angle, obviously. I <laughs> everybody's like chirping, and from what you said, everybody's chirping. But I, it's, it's hard for me to say that – there's any rivalry i don't really think there is i think everybody's so like you know competing each other and like i would say still trying to figure their stuff out so it's harder for them to really feel like all right now we got to figure out how to take this team down um but as of right now i don't see any like strong you know pain in the butt rivalries all right you will you will one day i'm sure i'm (laughs) waiting to be in the middle of it too (laughs) (laughs) all right now if you could become commish for one day you'd have the power to well maybe not the absolute power but you'd have the ability to put forth any change in the league so if you could become commish for one day what's the first thing that you would change about the wbl oh that's a very hard question you know i could say anything from range of you know we gotta have stronger communication we could have i think maybe one thing that could be a little bit better in general be maybe have some level of scheduling like more better in place i know everybody's on their own different you know schedules and whatnot um but if there's a fine if there's a way to keep up with you know consistency and scheduling and everything as it goes you know, that would be one thing I would at least try to, you know, communicate more with. But, I mean, besides that, I, I can't really say otherwise. Yeah, if if I could, I would absolutely put a hard no schedule, have each team playing like once a week or w- at least once every two weeks. 
and, yeah. and make sure that there was an even flow to it. Maybe get two games in a weekend. I know everyone has pretty much played a doubleheader so far to this point. Um, so that's definitely something that I would love to see. But just like you said, everyone's schedules being so all over the place. It, it makes it really difficult to set, put forth a hard set schedule that everyone has to abide by. Um, so that's kind of why we don't really operate under that kind of uh, scheduling. I wish, I wish, but yeah, maybe, maybe one day down the road, we'll get to that point. Doubt it, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Circling back to you personally, what's one area of your game that you want to improve on going forward? Um, one area that I can improve on. Uh, I definitely can say my speed. I haven't run in a long while. I definitely need to get a little bit faster. You know, <laughs> some of that chub off. But uh, I mean, besides that, uh, definitely work on continuing up with the hand-eye coordination. You know, the skill set as it is. Um, you know, I've been doing this for a long. I played baseball for a long time, so it's kind of nice to have a few coming back to me a bit. So it's, it's a little bit harder for me, I think to fine point the tuning on some of it, but pitching is definitely one thing I'm really hoping I can really excel at because that was my strong suit. Um, so I'm, I'm hopefully within the near future, I'll definitely be able to get some new pitches in and just be able to have a stronger matchup against the batters. Mm. All right. Now I'm not sure how much, you know, about the expansion team. Uh, they, it's little Mike's cousin and friends they're all in high school some of them have played baseball some of them haven't so knowing what you know about the expansion team do you have any expectations for how they'll slot into the league based off of what you've seen from everyone else in the league so are we talking about hoping or are we talking about expectancy so it's just expectations for the expansion team okay so you know my expectation is if you know, they're in such a league like this is, you know, they probably keep the same, I would say, like attitude, momentum, you know, morale kind of going through with that. And that's one thing I think that'll definitely carry that team, that expanded team, you know, a long way and at least keep it within, you know, the rotation of the scheduling and whatnot. Um, and I hope it's healthy for the league too. Um, you know, I want to see, you know, maybe that might be where the rivalry starts to come in because they're going to figure out, Hey, these guys aren't good or, Oh, you know what I mean? So it, it my expectancy is we might find that there, there could be more rivalry that I just don't see it, but you know, I don't have enough information based on what I know. So I'm going to keep an open mind with it. That's fair. Can't really blame you there. Um, but it's time to put you in the hot seat here. I'm going to put 60 seconds on the clock and we're going to do what I like to call the electric chair. And I'm going to throw a bunch of rapid fire questions your way. You just answer them as short and sweet and as quickly as possible. We'll see how many you can answer. All righty. Let's see. All righty. Suspecting a failure here. So let's see how this goes. <laughs> we'll see. What is your favorite meal? Oh, uh, burritos. What food do you dislike the most? um cabbage what's your dream car uh mercedes what are your favorite clothes shorts and t-shirt if you had the chance where would you visit um oh uh brazil where would you want to retire 
Japan. What is your favorite sport to watch? Baseball. What's the last thing you liked on social media? I deleted my social media. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any pets? Uh, I have a dog, yeah. <laughs> what is your best childhood memory? Uh, being taken to Fenway Park, uh, taken out of school to go to Fenway. So. Okay. All right. No social media presence. That's a that's an interesting one, man. No, I, I yeah, I I stay off of it. You know, I I think part of me is like, yeah, I don't. I it's not to say I'm not interested in other people's lives, but it's more like I don't need to necessarily, you know, show myself so much out in the uh, wide world of the internet. I like to focus kind of things as it is now. Mm. Um, and that's just a personal preference of mine. But yeah. Yeah, more power to you. I mean, it's it's refreshing, honestly. I, I mean, I don't. I look at Nick, and that man can't stay thirty minutes off his phone because he needs to be checking his Twitter and Instagram. Like, and then you've got someone like me who I can stay off my phone for hours at a time, but I get my news through Twitter. Like, if it weren't for Twitter, I would not know jack shit about what's going on in the world. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's because I don't, I don't watch the news on TV or anything like that. So that's, that's kind of Twitter is my kind of news outlet. Um, but Hey, if you can get through without it, that's more power to you, man. I think I deleted almost all of it in college. It was like, I don't need any of this. So it was like years now that I stopped. So I'm like, it's kind of weird. Now that I think about it. Like I'm so used to not having it where I'm like, I'm more focused on. Mm -hmm. so. That's wild. That is wild. All right. As we're winding down here, I do have one final question for you. What would you say so far is your favorite part about playing in the WBL? You know, since the uh, since the end of college and since, you know, COVID hit, you know, getting together, that's been my favorite thing, you know, meeting everybody in the league. And uh, as much as I don't really know everybody as of yet, you know, I it's good to see them and kind of know we're all we're playing a game. And, you know, that's, that's special to me. Hmm. All right. Do you have any final thoughts before we wrap this up and get you on out of here? Uh, no, I'm excited for the summer. I'm excited to see what we can do. So, uh, it'll be good it'll be good all righty thanks zach for joining we'll, we'll talk to you down the road here all right thank you for having me oh got a recording in progress notification yeah it's a it's a nice little notification joining me now is the new captain of the wbl hanks that'd be patrick miller p miller how we doing Oh, I'm doing great, Ryan. Very happy to be here. Very, uh, very proud to be talking to the former captain. Feels like the, you know, it feels like an official handoff meeting right here. <laughs> the, the official handoff meeting that never happened. <laughs> yeah, never happened. Not even once. <laughs> All right. Before we get this interview off and running, I do need to list off your career accolades and stats because you do have some. You do have some. So thumb is a very good way to describe it mm. you are a career 363 obp with a 313 era and that is entering 2021 you've hit 25 home runs over the past two seasons uh that's when you came back to the league after that initial 
2013 season, which obviously we had zero stats for. After literal death. <laughs> literal exile from the na- neighborhood. Uh, in last year, you actually won a pair of awards, although one of them is not exactly uh, one you want to be winning. No, I only won that? one. We don't have to talk about the second one. Yeah, well, the, the, the second one you won was the doo-doo glove for worst fielder in the league. And I which, don't recall. Yeah, I'm sure you don't. And you also were uh, the Co Baxter Award winner for basically winning the Hustle Award. Um, and, but most importantly, most importantly, you were a part of the 2020 WBL championship team. Thanks. Yes, sir. And last season, during that championship run, you had a 3.82 OBP and a 4.74 ERA. Yeah, we don't need to talk about the ERA. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad year for pitchers in the team format last year. We we will leave that for another day. But let me get you started with a gimme, maybe we'll see. Who is Patrick Miller? Uh, just this big dumb idiot from. Uh, northeast in Massachusetts, who happens to be able to possess the ability to hit a wiffle ball sort of well, uh, likes a lot of memes, really shitty memes, may- laughs at his own jokes, uh, really kind of not a great, interesting guy, likes pineapple on pizza. That's a tough one for most folks, but for cultured people, that's a great thing to know. Um, I think you just angered a lot of listeners. Well, you know, sometimes the listeners' feelings don't matter. That's just how it goes sometimes. Uh, I serve our capitalist overlord, Jeff Bezos, in my free time, working at one of his warehouses. Uh, I make sure that I keep him nice and happy, getting the packages out on time. Uh, it's about it's a, it's a good rundown. You can catch me during the weekdays doing absolutely nothing but waking up, playing the show for an hour, and going straight to work. Not a lot of time for some hobbies. Uh, Friday, usually my off day, kind of catch up on some sleep. And then Saturdays are usually spent getting wildly drunk and hung over potentially for a uh, game day on Sunday. So, it's a very, very exact routine to uh, my existence at this point. Mm. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you say you were from Northeast Massachusetts? Northeastern. Uh, that is the name of the See, they, they have North. They yeah. got Northeastern and Southeastern, which I don't know why, because Easton's smaller than Rockland. Rockland's <laughs> a small town. Yeah. There's no point in dividing it up in two halves, but, you know, the rich people will do what the rich people want. Mm. All right. Now, talk to me about your sports background. What sports were you playing growing up as a kid? Oh, I am – my – Major sport growing up was hockey, a big background in hockey, played that uh, for about 18 years, played some baseball up until high school, so can't give you the exact number of years on that, but it quantifies to a lot. Uh, Soccer, less so, probably less than five, wasn't very good at it, played some goalie, was a bit fat, so not really too keen on running too much. Uh, did Did some football for about two weeks before I died with a concussion forever changing my life for the worse uh and then i was a track star or track and field star in high school very good at shot put average in discus but it's uh it's about it so moral of the story is uh 
sports background led to very large tree trunk sized thighs of thick ass and big muscles. Mm. Def- definitely emphasize the thick, probably what, four or five C's there, do you think? Depends on what day you catch me. You catch me during mm. the week, it's at least eight. Mm. Mm. Catch me on a Friday. Friday, maybe two, because I rarely get out of bed. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. So I want to get your first, your thoughts when the WBO was just getting put together. You were a part of that initial group of six. Obviously, you didn't make it. (laughs) You didn't last very long in your original run with the WBL uh, due to, uh, you know, family reasons. (laughs) But Outside concerns. Yeah. Uh, But when we were putting together the WBL initially in 2013, what were your first thoughts when... We, you were approached about it uh you know i was excited I, i'm a very, very competitive person like playing sports and staying active so i was very initially uh just super about it you know i love uh love just playing some good with ball with my friends even though i was typically one of the worst people uh, on the fields but you know sometimes it's not about how you play it's just about having fun you know mm-hmm except when you win then it's all about winning (laughs) yep yep all right so you obviously i mentioned you are now the full-time captain for the hanks so what do you enjoy the most about playing with this current iteration of the hanks uh you know it's it's always it's a it's an interesting time when we take the field you never know what you're gonna get you know, the past uh, few series, we've had the RCC's number quite well, which has been nice, you know, without uh, Matt Cunningham being able to take the field, however. But uh, having DJ uh, there with me, he's uh, been a very big spot of consistency on the team, uh, as well as myself thus far, which has been very key to picking up where we left off last season and proving all of our doubters wrong this season so far. Um, but Of which there were many. Of which there were many. A lot of people thought the Hanks were going to be worse than a dumpster fire at this point. But, you know, we had to come out swinging. We had a chip on our shoulder. But I think my favorite part so far is, uh, has been the surprise of James Daly and just the sheer wild card he brings to the table. You never know what you're going to get. You know, it's just pure chaos with him on the team. It's, you know, he shows up one game and he throws an absolute gem and gets the bat on the ball real well. And then other times, you know, he's a lot more suited in a team morale position. He's a great dude to have around us, you know. That's uh, that's all I can say about the, the real teammates I have at this moment. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do know. I see what you did there. Uh, now, if if as a captain, you have the ability to make a trade at any which point in time. So, hypothetically speaking, here, if you could trade for any one player in the league, I don't need you to tell me who you'd have to give up to get that player. But if you could trade for any one player in the league, who would it be? Oh, it'd have to be Dan Roach. You know, he just, he brings a next level of toxicity to every team he's on. And it really brings out the worst in his teammates. And it's truly a talent that is unmatched by anyone else in this league. You know, minus Nietzsche. But that's just, 
that's niche. You got to expect that. But Dan Roach and, you know, his, his bare feet games played per 60 stat is incredible. It really brings an extra oomph to the table, especially, especially at the plate. Um, he's got a, he's got a real mean pitching uh, streak too. He's a, he's a solid pitcher all around, but it's mostly the toxicity that I, uh, that inspires me when I, uh, watch them play. But if I could have him on my team, you know, without naming who would I, I'd give up, definitely go for Dan Roach. Okay. All right. Now, uh, as I'm sure you're well aware of, uh, with myself, no longer, actively playing in the league rivalries are kind of it's true so but let me ask you this who would you say is your biggest rival in the league and you can answer this question from a hanks perspective or from a patrick miller perspective oh this is tough because i'm such a i'm I'm a pretty i like to think i'm a pretty swell guy you know i don't (laughs) I don't kind of come off aggressively too often. And when I do, I do make it count, you know, uh, but I like to think I get along really well, but uh, recent circumstances of revolving around the, uh, the Bruins playoff run and uh, said hangout at, uh, at Harvey's house the other night to watch the game. You know, we, uh, we spurred on a goal talking about certain lead players and other certain lead players, sisters, and, you know, I feel like I could, if I wanted to really double down there, I could really form a rivalry with, uh, with Pitch God there over this. So, I, uh, you know, I just get along with everyone so great. But if I had to start rivalry week with someone, it, it might have to be Pitch God, Mr. Mike Ayula. I, I think he would, uh, I don't think he would take that too kindly. Just just gonna, <laughs> just gonna throw that one out there. <laughs> oh God, you know, I mean, that's the thing. It's a rivalry. It's not supposed to be kind. No, but <laughs> there, there are lines. There are definitely lines. Um, all right. Now, if you could fill my shoes for a day, if you could be commissioner for one day, what would be oh, the first thing that you would change about the league? Eesh, that's actually a loaded question. Mm. Um, I think I would make it so that Nick has to, for every two home runs that hit uh, Nick hits, it only counts for one. So he gets a half a home run for every home run. Um, just because he likes to stat pad a lot, and a lot of those are meaningless. It makes it a lot more interesting in the, the home run leader race towards the end of the season. Um, if I honestly, I, I think if I couldn't trade for Dan Roach, I'd, I'd make him play with shoes on too, just cause it seems like it might hinder him, you know, really important rules like that. That seems like a, a top priority for me. Yeah. I'm just going to speak on both Nick and DR's behalf and just say that's definitely assault. And, uh, but a rule is a rule. That's true. So that would be a truly tough scene, and I don't think you're going to ever get any future support for a uh, campaign for commission. <laughs> I don't know. DR's feet smell, so I think I might get a few sympathy votes from uh, not his team. All right. Now, m- circling back to you, 
on a more personal perspective, what's one area of your game that you most want to improve on? Oh, I'm a terrible pitcher. I suck. I shouldn't say I suck, but I definitely need a lot more command over my pitches. I need a lot more consistency in my mount appearances. Um, let up a lot of hits. And thank God I have great fielders behind me. James is just a vacuum in the infield, and DJ is a great outfielder. But uh, I need to work on getting my pitching up to par, I should say, with uh, the league average right now. It definitely is an area that needs to be improved. All right. Now, I don't know how much you know about the expansion team. Uh, it's a bunch of high schoolers from the Catholic Memorial. Some of them have baseball experience. Some of them don't. Uh, but knowing what you know about them, what are your expectations for them when they begin league play next month? Um, well, I didn't know anything about them. I have never met any of them personally. However, knowing now that they are from uh, their high school aged and from Catholic Memorial, I expect them to full well be just some of the absolute worst human beings I will ever meet in my life. I'm fully expecting toxicity to a whole new level. I'm expecting DR to be outdone. That's mm. about all I got. I have yeah. no idea who they are, but I'm expecting toxic. Okay. Billy and little Mike are now extremely triggered. Uh, so let's, let's go ahead and, and put you on the hot seat here. Uh, we're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. We're going to see how many rapid fire questions you can answer in that time frame. So we're going to do something I like to call the electric chair. Let's see. Let's see how many questions you can answer. You ready? Never ready, but hey, that is yeah, what it is. That's it's very true. What's your favorite color? Color? Oh, blue. Do you always wear a seatbelt? Never. Okay. I shouldn't say never. I should say not always. It's never implies that I never wear seatbelts, and I am what they call a good driver. Any pet peeves? uh people who chew with their mouths open what's the last band or artist you listen to oh that'd be state champs literally listen to them in the shower right before this interview how much do you like your job on a scale of one to ten? Zero. <laughs> what's the who's the last person you went to dinner with uh my friend mary what do you think of people with tattoos Wish I had them. What's your favorite coffee flavor? Black. Has your world ever been rocked? Uh, yeah. I'd like to provide context to that. Uh, <laughs> Please. <laughs> my world got rocked freshman year of high school in football practice when I had a very fat kid land on my neck and concuss me and destroy my neck, leaving me in a neck brace for a month and forever changing my durability towards head injuries. Damn. We almost yeah. lost you for good. That would not have been a good scene. Oh, All right. Man. I do have one final question here before we wrap this up. So what is your favorite part about playing in the WBL that brought you back into the fold and has kept you in the mix since joining back? You know, there's absolutely nothing more satisfying than getting a, a solid swing on a ball and you just watch the thing fly and it is 
you, you know, there are certain pitchers in the league where it's more satisfying, you know, Nick being one of them, because when he hangs you, uh, when he hangs you a meatball, oh, it's absolutely incredible. Some might say it drives, it makes the crowd go into a sort of an electric feeling, you know, just kind of provides some oomph to the game. But there's, there's nothing better than just showing a ball who's boss and uh, improving, improving your vision on the ball and making, you know, every aspect of your game better. Mm. Uh, I'm a man with drive. I've always got a chip on my shoulder. And we reach respect that. All right. Do you have any final thoughts before we get you on out of here, Miller? Yeah, never say reach respect again. Oh, fucking weep. Sheesh. <laughs> final, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Do I have one more final thought? Um, you know, Dan Roach, as much as I'd love to have him on my team, via trade for unnamed players, you know. Kid smells like beef. It's really all I got more on the matter. Uh yeah, that's about it. Just got to make sure the world knows. All right. DR smells like beef. We'll end on that note. All right, Miller, thanks for joining. We'll catch you down the road. Appreciate it, man. Of course. Have a good day, sir. For you.